Hello and welcome to Extraordinary with myself, Tobias Belberg. This podcast is about you and it's for you. It's about your journey from your ordinary to your extraordinary. I'm on a mission to help you dive inside yourself, to connect with your deepest truth, to face yourself, to find your best, highest self, to inspire and to empower you to follow your bliss, to develop the courage, the confidence, to expand your identity, your belief in what is possible for you. In this podcast, we mainly cover three areas, your personal mastery, your brand building, and your entrepreneurship. So if you like this podcast, I ask you, subscribe to it, please review it. And also, why not visit thefutureacademy.com and forward slash training, and you can find a lot of free training. You can also follow our YouTube channel, where we have plenty more contacts. We are here to support you on your journey to extraordinary. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode. Tobias here. Thank you for being here. Hey, my first question is, how are you? How are things going? Just checking in with you. You know, um, as I'm recording this, um, I've been going on a lot of walks because the weather here in Helsinki has been amazing, amazing. So good that I don't even believe it's the country that I'm from. Um, anyways, I've had a lot of time to reflect. And and one of the things that came up that really um, inspired me to do this episode was that I was thinking about life and how precious it is and how grateful I feel when I walk and think and get excited. But also thought about the fact that time passes quickly. And I feel if, I, if there's one regret that I have, it's that I felt at one point that I was so, I, I put my head down and it burned my head so deep that I always felt like 10 years went by so quickly that I was like missed out on a lot of good things in life because I was always working. I was working so hard that I gave up on f- some friend, you know, some relationships and hobbies and stuff like that. Thank God I spent a lot of time with my family and my kids, so I don't have regrets about that. But um, I want to reflect on something that that regret kind of relates to, and that is that I regret that I didn't hire great coaches or advisors or consultants or or people to help me build my business early on when I was young and cocky, thinking that I had, you know, could figure everything out myself. And it's not that I didn't figure it out. It's just that it took a a lot longer than it should have, that it could have. And um, so that kind of triggered this idea that I wanted to share with you. And that is like, if my life depended on saving your business or growing your business like 10x or just having a creating a breakthrough together with you, what would I do? If you held a gun toward my head, which I hope you won't, uh, what would I do? I, what I'm really trying to say here if it's like, if it was a must, if it was really important for both you and me to turn around your business and, and get you to where you need to be, where you want to be, what would I do? And I want to give you a few ideas. What I would do, um, first of all, I want to say as a disclaimer, I wouldn't do anything until I ran a, a good assessment of where you are. And I would do that by looking, uh, checking in in two main areas. Number one, and most importantly, is the entrepreneur in you. Your mindset, your dream, your beliefs, all that kind of stuff. And then secondly, it would be your business, um, how you do things, etc. We're going to dive into that a little bit, but let me just be clear. Um, mindset... Identity, beliefs matter. Um, 
that's like most of the game. Anyways, right. I'm going to jump into what I, what I would do. And uh, I also just want you to know that everything I'm going to share here now is what we do for clients in our flagship program called Growth Lab, which is really aimed at, well, you could be a solopreneur if, if you're ambitious and want to grow, but it's primarily for owners of agencies, consulting businesses, or really any business for that matter, the principles will apply and the, the, the tools will apply. But I want to talk about a little bit like how um, we do the work and what I would do with you if you were my client um, and uh, whether you are or ever will be my client, these things will, um, will help you, I am sure, because this is really a collection of my learnings um, I've, I've not just listed these things. This is really the stuff that I see all the time that people either struggle with or just know that you need to get right. Okay, are you ready? So the first thing that I will do, and I, I alluded to this already, is I, will, um, I would make sure that you adopt the mindset, beliefs, and even identity of an entrepreneur, a real entrepreneur, because real entrepreneurs are different than um, people who own businesses and work in their businesses like an employee. And this is something I've come to see and witness over and over again. And of course, I can relate to this as well. Um, To grow a business beyond yourself, to do anything worthwhile, you're going to have to address the factor of risk and cost investment, all those things that might um, cause you to feel fear or lack of confidence. That's what we do as entrepreneurs. And a lot of people just will never get over that because if you don't um, think like an entrepreneur and if you don't act like an entrepreneur, you will probably operate from a small short-term mindset Um, always worried that even the smallest investments into your future, betting on yourself, will feel really big, if that makes sense. Because if you think about it, what what, what do do entrepreneurs do? Entrepreneurs, we are here to solve problems and and make the, the world better, or at least make the world of our clients better, our customers and if we don't think that we should invest in doing something that hasn't been done before, then we're playing a safe game. And it kind of means that we're going to be mediocre, you know. Um, so that's one of the first things I do. I take a look at three areas, really. I take a look at how strong and clear is your vision for your future, your dream. What is it that you want? How badly do you want it? Um, secondly, I would take a look at um, what are the beliefs that you have that are either supporting that vision or limiting that vision for that matter. Very important things. And I'm just kind of going through these quite quickly, but I can assure you there's a lot of work to be done in these areas with most entrepreneurs um, in, in terms of developing these habits and practices for always constantly improving in all these areas. And so um, the second thing, so sorry, um, we talked about the dream, what you want, the outcome. We talked about the beliefs. 
And the thirdly, I would work with you to develop these healthy practices that lead into habits, because that's ultimately the, the, you know, the sustainable action, the things you do time and time again that will solidify uh, your results. So it's a big part is that entrepreneurial identity, beliefs, and mindsets. That's number one. The second thing I would take a look at is how well or to what degree you have found your space in the marketplace, number one. And the, the second part of this is whether you are owning that space. Now, if you look at any great brand, how they became that way, um, I would maintain, and please let me know if you find a brand that doesn't, hasn't grown this way, is they did not enter the middle of the market, <clears throat> show up with a billion-dollar budget, unless you're Procter & Gamble or someone who just launches a new product into a Me Too category. I'm not even sure they do, but um, they created subcategories. They showed up in a space, and they took leadership. They came up uh, with a new way of doing things, with a new idea, with, um, with thought leadership. They showed up, and they owned it. Um, and maybe you've heard me talk about this before, like whether it's uh, Nike with running or Patagonia with climbing, like they started niche and they expanded into other verticals. They grew from that place. They owned one vertical first. And if you look at agencies in particular or any professional service firms, most people enter a market with a complete me to water down offering and positioning. I just want to be very clear about that. Um, and I've done it myself. Kind of. I was maybe not the worst case. I wouldn't say that in the beginning. There was differentiation in what I did, but still, still, I was way too broad. So this is a major point. I would take a look at that because um, if you're familiar with the Boston Matrix, you have to be a little bit geeky consultant to to know it, maybe. But there's that best place. There's um, the star. The star company, it's a classification for like companies in different areas. Are you like... Um, well, I'm not going to get into it, actually. I'm, I'm just going to leave it for that. But let's say there's something called the STAR principle, which says that the best companies are leaders in a growth market. And um, you can do really well by not being a leader in a growth market, uh, sorry, in a, in a growth market, but you have to be a leader. If you are just one of many, if we look at this from the perspective of, uh, of the buyer, you're just mediocre. You're a commodity. And you probably know this theory, right? But the question is, are you practicing it? Because 9.9 out of 10 people that I work with, consult, they are defined in way too broad terms. It's scary. It's counterintuitive to niche down, but that's what you have to do. And then you have to show up like a leader, like you mean it. You have to take uh, leadership in that space. And that's another challenge for, for a lot of companies. By having a podcast, by doing content, that's what I'm doing here, actually. That's what I'm trying to do. It's, it's the work of positioning. It's the work of branding to um, find your space and own it. Carve out your space and own it. You're thinking, gotcha, Tobias, move on. Okay, I'll move on. So, uh, third thing I would do, so I first talk about the uh, entrepreneurial identity and mindset, um, and then I talk about finding your space and owning it. And third thing, I would have you create a simple, standardized um, offering that would become a no-brainer. I want you to have 
an offering in place that you can systematize to a point where it is has a high margin and that you can scale it. Um, again, if we think about agencies, professional service firms, I know a lot of listeners are in that space. Um, just doing sporadic things and providing too much customization is not a good idea unless you just want to, if you just love it and you're, you're not concerned about profitability and the growth and scalability and that kind of thing, fine. You'll find it fun. You're always solving new problems, complexity. Your brain loves that. Um, but it's not a good way to grow a profitable business if you want some predictability too. And that's what most of us crave, actually. So what I would, I'd want you to do is I would look at what are you really good at? What do some clients want badly? What is a result that you can create consistently over time? How could you standardize by creating um, a specific process? How can you repeat that? What about the process could you outsource, delete, automate? For example, client acquisition, for example, parts of how you deliver could be maybe templatized. There, there are many different ways that you could standardize and productize. I know there's, I'm throwing all these words at you, but it's actually very simple. You would think about your service business like a product, and that changes everything. I mean, if you're not in the service business, um, still, there's a lot you can do to improve your margins and standardize things. But uh, the bottom line is you need to have a really compelling differentiated offering. And I know you know this, but self-assess here. How um, many of your customers think of you as their only viable choice, which is, by the way, a combination of um, not just your offering, but your positioning, your brand, your positioning, and your offering. All those things need to work together so people feel like, I want to work with that company because uh, X, Y, and Z. With your personality, your culture, the way you, the, your energy. It could be many different things, your story, your background. Uh, and you're really awesome at producing a specific result for a specific client. And uh, that's why they want to choose you. And again, you got to go really focused. So that's what I would do with you. And then next, I would help you design and operate a client acquisition machine. The keyword here is machine, meaning the reason why your business might be unpredictable and stressful is probably because you don't have a simple uh, set of processes in place for bringing in new people into your world. The way I would do that with you is to follow this uh, system we call the simple company, simple company method, which is basically based on we need to look at, number one, reach. How do you reach clients? Lots of different ways, organic, paid, that we could get into, we'll take a look at that, find what works for you. We would measure everything, conversions, so that we would know exactly what's going on. And then what we do is I make sure that you build um, the branding, the way to position yourself through the content you create to so show up as a leader, you attract people to your world, you have activation mechanisms in place, meaning how can people actually get to know you better, come into your world and hear about the different options so you can move them into your sales process. I would help you with the sales process, not just me, by the way, my team. Uh, my colleague, Michelle, is a gangster when it, comes to, when it comes to selling, nurturing, all that stuff. I shouldn't call her a gangster. She's 100% reliable, charming, and a wonderful person. But I mean, she's just badass. 
So um, we would help you with that, setting up your sales process. How do you bring them on calls? How do you take calls? How do you do it in an ethical way that doesn't feel creepy or salesy? How do you turn them into clients? And then how do you repeat that? How do you measure that? And then um, next one, I there's only two more here. I would obsess about helping you build these simple systems and processes. And when you're big enough, I would help you hire the right people to run them. And this is really um, the part that might feel like boring. Yeah, 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 systems. Yeah, yeah, I'm creative. Uh, it's great. Uh, no, this is what would give you the freedom uh, is the sexy word is systems. Because when you have systems in place, you have figured out ways to do things um, using certain routines. You have procedures in place, um, defined SOPs. People know how to do things so you can create a specific result over and over again, reliably, profitably, and that's what you want. It's going to give you your life back. It's going to remove you as the bottleneck of your business if that's what you are. You can love it. That's what we would work on. By the way, we wouldn't work on all these things at once. We would put them on a sequence and do kind of first thing first. And that's what we do in Growth Lab. It's a membership program, which means you can join and stay for only three months. Or you can stay forever. We'd love for you to stay forever if you're you're a nice person to work with. (laughs) Anyways, so that's what I would do. And then finally, and this is really, really important, I, and when I say I, I mean me and my team, obviously, I would coach you like a champion. And what I mean a champion athlete, the thing that I have learned, that we have learned at the Future Academy, is that the number one thing that um, holds people back from achieving what they, um, they want to achieve is the action bit. And it's either a confidence thing or some other self-bullshit that people tell themselves. Um, And I really mean that. And we all do that, by the way. And it's okay. It's human. But we all tell these bullshit stories and lies about why we need to do something else than the real work, face up to our fears. So if you think about professional sports, you know, if you had a, a coach that was training Olympic athletes or something like that, um, they'd probably be, they probably wouldn't have a lot of mercy for you because they would know that you need to play to certain standards to actually achieve those results. And that would be their responsibility. And I would have to agree. I mean, that is really how I want to show up. And that's how I would show up for you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really want to hear a lot of self-bullshitting because I would be there for you to make sure you get results because that's what you want. So there might be some gentle or not gentle ass whipping um, involved, but actually a nicer term is just accountability. Let's call it accountability. And so um, that's what I would do. I would make sure that you have the accountability, the support, that you have tasks, that you use systems, that you block out time in your calendar, what we really like to do is to think of 90-minute blocks and make sure that you, uh, you carve out time for the, doing the work and measuring the work. So kind of working diligently like an athlete, like a champion, that is the missing piece uh, for so many people. 
So anyways, that's what I would do. I mean, there were maybe some more things we would do, but I wanted just to give you an idea of what the most important things are in the uh, lives and businesses, the companies that we work with. These would be the things. I will just give you a quick, quick um, um, reminder of what I talked about. I talked about moving away from being a scared employee to being a real entrepreneur. I say that as a bit of a joke, of course, just to provoke you. Like, we want to be entrepreneurs and adopt the entrepreneurial mindset. Tap into the deepest sense of who you are. Connect with your entrepreneurial spirit. Bring it out. Develop a strong, ever-expanding entrepreneurial identity be the person that creates the result. It's not about what you do. It's about what you, who you become first. Then you can do and have the things you want. The second thing, make sure you find your space and own it. Show up as a leader. Not If you're in brand consulting, don't show up on an Instagram feed and tell people a brand is not a logo. Everybody's heard that a million times. It's generic. Just own up to something. Come up with something original. Own it. Get behind it. Number three, you need to have a no-brainer offering, an only-choice offering. You need to have something where people feel like, oh, it's so clear. I understand what I'm going to get by working with you. Uh, I understand how we're going to get there. It, um, it's a way that, uh, that really connects with me, reduces my fear, takes away pain. There's so many ways that you can have a clear, distinctive offering and make it a no-brainer by including guarantees by um, including, like, there, there are just many things. I'm not going to get into that. It's going to take way too long again. Uh, and then I talked about the client acquisition machine. The number one reason you might have inconsistency, unpredictability, and a lot of stress is because you're not consistently getting leads, turning them into opportunities, turning them into sales and resales. And then I talked about having these simple systems that shall set you free. Very, very important. One, two, three equals result. What are the simple processes that you can create, ignoring all the waste that is going on uh, in businesses, maybe yours too, where there's just so much happening that um, there's just a lot of noise. You need to run a lean and mean business, and simplifying is the way, clarifying and simplifying so that you could multiply. And the last bit I talked about, I would want to coach you like a champion, like a sports champion, not like someone who wants to play in the minors, because that is really what's going to make the difference. So question is, wouldn't that be great? Would you want to do it? If the answer is, yeah, I want to do it, but no, it's not a good time right now, then it's not going to happen. I'm just being honest with you. And you don't have to do this with me, by the way. The question is, are you going to do it for you? And I, I implore you, to take some of these ideas and think, at least think about how things are working in your business right now. I started out by talking about my biggest regret in business, which was and is that I didn't get help sooner. And I lost years, I think, doing things the wrong way. And I want that for you. So um, the starting point really is asking yourself, are you a true entrepreneur or not? What do you want? And um, if you feel like, hey, this sounds good, and this guy is not all that annoying, and his team seems to know what I'm talking about, and they're, they're good, uh, reach out to us. Uh, we are now taking on uh, up to 10 entrepreneurs into our program Growth Lab, where we're going to implement these um, ideas and work on your business. 
And we mean business. We don't mean we're going to incrementally help you. We want you to 2x to 10x your business in the next 12 months. And we're making the offer a no-brainer. So we're eating our own cookie here. If this sounds interesting, please reach out. You can reach out to hello at thefutureacademy.com and just tell me, hey, I listened to a podcast. I'm interested in Growth Lab. We'll tell you exactly how it works. We've taken out the risk for you. There's always some risk involved, of course. You're going to do the work. But if this sounds like a good environment, this could be your thing. Anyways, I want to thank you so much for um, listening all the way through. I hope it gave you some good ideas, something to think about. I appreciate you for listening to my podcast. I hope you give it a thumbs up. A review would be great. Uh, But anyways, most importantly, I hope it helps you. I'm in a mission to inspire, to empower, to help entrepreneurs become the best they can be so they can go out and build companies that not only make them happy, give them the money, the wealth, the freedom, everything they want, that you want, but also make the world move forward in a positive way. Thank you so much. Until next time, take care. I hope it gave you something to think about, some new ideas, some perspectives. And most importantly, I hope that inspired you to take action. Because without action, we never get to our extraordinary. Nothing great happens by only thinking about it all day long. And so if you want help with taking action, whether that relates to your mindset, your identity, your beliefs, overcoming limiting beliefs, your personal mastery, or maybe you want to build your brand, your personal brand, your expert brand, or your company brand, Maybe you're tired of being a commodity and you want to stand out and stand for something and make it clear to people who you are and why they should choose you to command higher prices and dominate your industry, to be seen as not only one of the choices, but the choice, the best choice or the only choice. If that's you, reach out to us. And thirdly, if you want to get on the entrepreneurial journey of growth, scalability and freedom then also you should reach out to us. And the way to do that is to go to thefutureacademy.com forward slash meeting. We will get on a call with you. And no matter whether you end up working with us or not, I promise you, we are here to guide you forward. We will give you some good advice for moving forward in your business. There's no pressure to work with us, even though if we're a good fit mutually, we'd love to do that. But get on a call and we'll give you our best advice for you so that you could move forward and reach your goals and create the future that you want. Thanks so much again. And remember, live extraordinary.